0: Welcome to the Confident Money Podcast, where we talk money, finances, and accounting for real people without all the technical jargon, patronizing, and gatekeeping. I'm your host, Caitlin Magnuson, and I'm going to be your new finance bestie. Welcome back to the Confident Money Podcast. So with this little mini season that we're doing, we are going to be talking about things that have impacted me personally, and I think impact a lot of us. Today, we're going to be talking about boundaries both in your business as well as in the corporate world because, and technically a little bit in your personal life as well, right? Boundaries are something that can be, I think, really difficult for a lot of us to set and enforce, but I think are one of the most powerful things that we can do for our overall wellness. And so I want to talk about the experience that I've had with setting boundaries and some things that I've noticed and with setting boundaries It can be difficult. I'm not here to tell you that setting boundaries and sticking to them is the easiest thing in the world, and you're going to just do them and go for it. If you're anything like me, you might end up setting, kind of going too far one way, right? And setting some boundaries that aren't sustainable for you or aren't enforceable for you or might not be realistic because you may have gone so long- not setting boundaries and people pleasing and catering to those around you and ignoring how you feel about things that when you finally snap, or you finally make that decision, or you finally hit that breaking point and you set boundaries, they might just be unrealistic, but we're going to talk about setting realistic boundaries and the fact that it's okay to change boundaries and to sort of flux with the season that you may experience. So with setting boundaries We're going to talk about in your business first, and some of these work for business, for personal, and for your career, and some of these are kind of more specific. And for me, I started setting boundaries in my personal life before I started setting boundaries in other places, and it has taken me kind of the last 15 years, which is insane, but the last 15 years to get to a point where I'm setting firm boundaries regularly and boundaries that feel good. I feel like I've hit a balanced area in many aspects of my life. And that includes setting boundaries, listening to my body, understanding what I need more of as a person, what I need less of, and recognizing and acknowledging that. So for me, setting personal boundaries started out looking like saying no to things, uh, saying, you know, I'm an introvert. And especially when I was working a lot when I was in college and I was working three jobs and going to school full-time and I had moved out, there are a lot of invitations to go do things. And finding the courage at the time to say no was something that was really beneficial for me, setting boundaries with family. Hey, I'm going to see you X number of times per month or X number of times per year. And sticking to it. And if someone has a problem with it or a friend has a problem with it, it was my choice whether I wanted to elaborate on that no or the this is what I'm willing to do. And sometimes I didn't. Sometimes it was, hey, you know, I'm feeling really burnt out in this season of my life. I, you know, I would love to go take a walk with you together versus going to a party or going to go do something that was draining for me. So incorporating seeing friends or seeing family into doing something that was nourishing for myself, you know, getting a meal, taking a walk, running errands. I think I remember hanging out with my sister off and on throughout college and my early 20s. And I was really busy, but I wanted to see her. So what that looked like was picking her up and taking her to go do things with me and boring things. But we got to spend time together and it felt good for where I was in my season of life to still do things that were important to me. What that looks like now in my business Has been setting boundaries with clients, setting boundaries with team members, and setting boundaries with myself for when I'm going to log off, for when I'm going to step away. Setting boundaries boundaries with clients started by, hey, I'm going to work X, Y, and Z days. You can expect a response from me within this time frame. So setting clear expectations and sticking to those, and letting them know, hey, during tax season, you may hear from me. On weird days, on weird times, that does not mean that the expectation is in set that I work every Saturday because I replied to you one Saturday during tax season. And that means sometimes pushing back. If a client reaches out to me or reached out to me on a weekend and maybe they reached back out to me the next day, like say they reached out to me on a Friday night and they reached back out Saturday or Sunday to ask why I hadn't replied. It's saying on Monday or Tuesday when I'm working again. Hey, so-and-so, thank you so much for messaging me. As a reminder, here are my working hours and my standard turn time. And it's also, if someone continues to push those boundaries after being educated on them, it means that they're no longer an aligned client, and it means it's time to let them go. Because what they're looking for isn't matching up with what my boundaries are and my work is. And I didn't leave corporate to have someone else dictate my work hours. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe and join our community at confidentmoneypodcast.com where we share resources and all of the money happenings. Plus you can send feedback and suggestions for what you'd like to see covered in future episodes. That's confidentmoneypodcast.com. Okay. Back to the show. And if you've left corporate or if you're looking to leave corporate, I'm assuming that that's probably part of the reason as well. And that's not to say that my hours and my workflow has not changed over the years. I actually noticed I'm going to do a separate episode on this, but I have a seasonality to my schedule, to my business, to my life, both personally, professionally, and figuring that out, acknowledging it and honoring it has made a really big difference. And so there are some constants throughout the year for client communication, for team communication, but there are also some things that are in flux throughout the year and that change. And so I am all about communicating those changes to clients, to the team, to my friends even when those occur and being okay with those happening. And I think for a lot of us, at least for me, that's something that we can really struggle with, right? You go and you set a boundary and you get into a routine and then you realize in six months, maybe that doesn't work for you that way anymore. And then again, if you're anything like me, you might get into your head. You might spiral a little bit like, oh God, why did I set this? It was unsustainable. Like, what are people going to think if I, you know, change this boundary that I've set? And honestly, no one gives a fuck. You're the one generally that cares so much more. So it's okay to have those changes as long as you are clearly communicating changes and expectations. And again, we're going to talk about this in the next episode when I talk about seasonality. And working with that and how my work changes throughout the year and how our team changes throughout the year and how I work within that. But setting boundaries and acknowledging that how you work within those or what those look like can change from quarter to quarter or year to year, or as you build a team, like for me, as I've been building a team this last couple of years, my boundaries are getting firmer and more stringent as I'm stepping back out of the day to day. You know, there are clients that maybe they were used to me being their primary point of contact. I'm no longer their primary point of contact. You know, the services that we offer have changed. We've updated them on that, but sometimes old habits are hard to break. And so it's been a matter of updating them, you know, Hey, so-and-so here's a quick reminder. Make sure you drop this in the group chat and nudging them, you know, into that direction, because change can be hard for people, especially when, you know, habits have been formed. I'm working with some people that I've been working with for four or five years now. And thank you, all of you that are listening. It's so appreciated. And seeing everyone's businesses grow and thrive and evolve has been one of my greatest pleasures, I think, actually in this business. Seeing seeing how things have evolved is really exciting to me. But there's also been changes to how I operate within my business, how I show up how the team shows up, how our clients are served, what their options look like, what our packages are that we offer. So acknowledging that as we have those changes, and again, clearly communicating what those changes are, how they impact the client, what they can expect from that, and any changes that they need to be aware of goes such a long ways in helping clients understand our boundaries, because then we have those boundaries that we then enforce what those changes have been. Now, boundaries within my team and how I interface with them can be clearly communicated as, you know, hey, I'm going to be out of office these days. You will not be able to reach me. I trust all of you. I hire people that are, you know, autonomous, intelligent, compassionate. You've got this. Handle it. I'll be back. If there's anything that is truly urgent, which normally there isn't because I'm not at this point taking vacation Or taking time out when there's a big tax deadline or something coming up. But we're getting to the point where I will be able to do that. And there's someone else in charge. Someone else that can take over those questions. And then taking my apps off my phone. Taking my email off my phone. Clearly communicating. This is a big one for me. I don't want to be texted by my team. Unless it is something urgent and time sensitive. And it had better be urgent or time sensitive. Otherwise we have other methods of communication. Texting for me is for friends and family work stays in apps, boxers, email, Slack, Asana. And I, that's really important for me in order to, for me to be able to log off at the end of the day, for me to be able to step away, for me to be able to have a brain break because for anyone else, that's a business owner. It's, it's nonstop. It can be overwhelming it can be exhausting it can cause burnout and being able to step away and have firm boundaries that you are not going to be available you are not going to answer and telling your clients the same thing not going to answer here's what you need to do if something's time sensitive otherwise you'll be replied to in this time frame goes such a long ways to helping your mental health your creativity and allowing you to enjoy this business that you've built or are building. Because again, I didn't get into business to never take a vacation. And a boundary that's changed for me over the years is I used to travel and work. I have spent months out of the country working a day job, running my business. You know, I'd work a six to eight hour day in Europe in the afternoon and evening. Like let's say I'd work from 4 p.m. to about 11, give or take and go out and get dinner, and I do all my sightseeing in the morning, and that was fine. That's not the season of life that I'm in anymore. There are times where I'll take vacation, and I'll have a couple of days where like, hey, I'm going to be plugged in. I am happy to respond to XYZ while I'm out. Otherwise, I'm out. That is something that has changed for me in the season of life that I'm in, because I crave to be able to disconnect. And that's also when I find myself most creatively inspired, and I come back rejuvenated, excited, ready to lead, ready to create, ready to do all of these amazing things. And I don't get that if I'm constantly working and I'm constantly in my business and I'm constantly getting notifications. Another boundary that I set is I only take phone calls on certain days. Phone calls are really, really draining for me. So I take them on Tuesdays. I should do them. I've even taken it further. I now take calls every other Tuesday during a five hour window. That's it. I have my Calendly set up that way. And if I'm taking existing client calls or paid client calls, that's it. If someone comes in and for some reason, you know, that doesn't work, of course I will make an accommodation, but that is very, very rare. And I only have a set number of calls because it takes me out of my creative zone. I find It's much more difficult to get back into the swing of things. And so, you know, many people will time block. I block my days, Mondays and Fridays. And again, we'll talk about this a lot in the next episode, so I'm going to barely touch on this, but Mondays and Fridays are normally off days for me. I use those for recording podcasts. I use those for onboarding new team members that need to interface with me. I use those to go lay outside in the sunshine or go to the garden or run errands. Every other Tuesday is a call day or a work day. Wednesdays are normally a work day. And my personal coaching days where I get coaching and I do nourishing things within my business. And then most Thursdays are a work day or an errand day. And that's what the schedule looks like during the week. And then sometimes I'll work a Saturday or a Sunday. Let's say maybe I'm going to be gone or maybe the weather's really crappy and there's going to be a great day on Wednesday that week. I'll switch, I'll switch my days out like that. That's okay. But I'll still schedule my emails to go out at a different time. I'll still schedule my emails to go out during the week or my communications to go out during the week and reiterating those boundaries with my clients and with my team allows me a to ask for support if I need it and B to encourage them to set their own boundaries because again, there's a seasonality to to the work that we do, right? There's a busy season, December, January through April, really busy. The rest of the year with a few kind of speed bumps is more even keel. And I think it's really important that our team be taking weekends off. they be taking, you know, the days off that they have committed to taking off because it's really easy in the day and age where we all work from home on our team and we all, you know, work remotely, you get, and I've caught myself doing this. You might get bored or you don't really have anything to go do. And you find yourself categorizing accounting transactions in zero or replying to Voxer or getting into emails. And that's not how I want my team to be living. That's not the business that I want to be building. That's not the life that I want to be living. I love what I do. I love what my business does. I love the services and the knowledge that we provide for our clients. That does not mean that we don't all have things that drive us outside of work. And so by having those boundaries, it allows us to more fully make time for the things outside of work that nourish us, that light us up, and that make us excited to be here and that make us joyful individuals. And setting those boundaries tweaking those boundaries and enforcing those boundaries are one of the most important things that you can do for yourself. And then assessing them. Are these boundaries still serving me? Are these feeling good? Are these feeling aligned? Does something need to change? Does this personal boundary that I've set, maybe in the evenings, I want to spend time, you know, disconnected with family or at night, this is actually one of mine, my phone doesn't go into the bedroom with me. My phone gets plugged in in the kitchen and I put do not disturb on and I get to it the next morning when I get to it the next morning. That's something that I really enjoy for being able to unplug. Being able to step away, being able to take care of myself and my well-being and I have noticed that I am a significantly happier, healthier Individual. And I can't encourage all of you enough to set boundaries. And setting boundaries in corporate can be, I think, really challenging. Setting boundaries may mean changing jobs, which can be scary. Setting boundaries may look like not answering emails on the weekend. It may look like setting a precedent when you're off on vacation. You are not accessible, you are off on vacation. And if the company can't cover you while you're gone, that's not your problem. That is their problem. Again, that may mean you need to leave or you need to look for somewhere else. But if a company is not willing or able to honor your boundaries, then it's not a company that you should be working at long-term anyways. If they don't respect... That you need to be rested, that you need to be able to sleep, that you need to be able to have fun, that you need to be able to have a life outside of work, that you need to be able to leave for the day, whether that's leaving your desk because you work from home, whether that's leaving your office, you need to be able to leave and be done. You need to be able to set boundaries around your working hours. You need to be able to take a vacation where you're not expected to work because it's called paid time off, not paid time on call for any questions that may arise and emails that come through. Unplug, take your vacation time, even if it's a staycation, especially if finances are tough. Taking time, not telling anyone where you're going, just, hey, I'm not going to be accessible. Put your out of office message on your email, put your phone on, do not disturb or shut your phone off if you can and step away if you have paid time to take. And if you don't, or if they're not honoring it or you come back and it's a shit show because they've been reaching out to you and no one else has filled your position. And there's all these things for you to do. Have those difficult conversations with your employer, with your manager and, or look to leave, start applying elsewhere, whether that's you going for a job, whether that's you starting, you know, your own business, becoming more cognizant of when your boundaries are being disrespected disregarded or ignored will allow you to be more aware of when you need to be enforcing them of the things that matter to you and will allow you to live a life that has you less prone to burnout. If you loved this episode, make sure to leave a five-star review for a chance to win a free financial strategy session with yours truly, Caitlin Magnuson. We do the drawing the first week of every month and to be eligible, you'll want to leave a five-star review and include your IG handle so we can contact the winner. I'll see you next time where we'll chat real finances for real people.